Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Ryan Brooks, the brewer from South Norte Beer Company. You're listening to the Emo Brown Podcast, the saddest Mexican. This podcast is sponsored by South Norte Beer Company. You're listening to the Emo Brown, the saddest Mexican podcast. here with the homie today with the friend not an interview but raising awareness a time to hang out Dwayne I don't get to hang out with you very often so let's just cut to the chase another episode of Emo Brown the saddest Mexican podcast with the homie Dwayne Dwayne Eric Bug that's me <laughs> formerly of three punk ales well currently of three punk ales you're just on a temporary I'm hiatus still here. right you know whenever you need me I'm here some of you may remember Mr. Dwayne of Winning Prettiest Smile on 3rd Avenue. Uh, what was the other thing you won on 3rd Avenue? I don't even know. Worst Karaoke, Worst, I think. Oh, fuck. We'll, we'll, we'll talk about your karaoke experience. Worst Karaoke. Oh, yeah, that was, that was bad. It was pretty bad. That was fucking real bad. It was hey. at that moment in real. Now he's like, damn. Dwayne's yeah. not really from o- fucking in East Oakland. It was like, Dwayne might not it. be black. <laughs> can't, do, can't do karaoke, man. Shit, Dwayne. Um, Dwayne works here with us at 3 Punk Ales. But more importantly, I've had Dwayne in our lives since we were what, bro? How long have I known you? 16? Uh, since you were 16? 15? Like 16? 15, 16 years, maybe? And how old are you? I don't even know. Like 34, 33? You're 33? I think I'm 34. Fuck. That chemo's fucking you up, bro. Yeah, it's- I was born in 86. So yeah, 34. <sighs> Can't do numbers good. Yeah, well, that sucks because you're, you're lying to work. <laughs> Your career, rather, not the brewery. <laughs> Was like I two numbers. So I'm for 41. Work. You're 34. Yeah. I remember you being like super young, jumping out of certain people's windows, sneaking out and shit. Yeah. And you like, were little, bro. I think it was like estabas chiquito. I think it was like 17. Yeah. So you were a young one. Yeah. So I've known you for way over, like about half of your life. Something like that. Yeah. And um, you've always been a cool cat. You've been part of the family. But basically, you're my brother. You're my homie. And when we you were been you were with me before we even started the brewery. Like uh, you were our I would go over certain ideas and shit with you and you would say, Oh, well, you know, one of my homies owns Belching Beaver and he does it this way. And you, you used to help them over there and you just kind of were part of the journey here. And I just feel real comfortable with bouncing shit off of you. Cause you're an intelligent dude and um, you're fucking potted in a goofball like me. And yeah, we just always, yeah. we've always gotten along, dude. <laughs> you know, we've always gotten along. Mm-hmm. So I think when we first opened, you know, I, we brought you on board and you were a perfect match here with us, bro. Like, it was awesome. It was the best yeah. thing that we brought to 3Punk. So I, I sorely miss your ass here now, bro. I miss it. Fuck, and we miss you because you had to leave for a little bit. Um, we started a, a GoFundMe page for my boy Dwayne because my boy dude was uh, recently. Well, not recently. Everything is recent during the pandemic. I yeah. feel like everything is like it's like everything like one long week. Just one, two days. Like It's, <laughs> it's all been a long days. fucking stretch of a, like <laughs> a week. But um, It's like, wait, last week was just March. <laughs> so you were, you were diagnosed with stage three? Stage four stage colon four, cancer yeah. in November. Yeah, we figured it was like the end of November, beginning of December, somewhere around there. Yeah, and then that kind of that kind of threw us all back. That kind of like we were like, "What the fuck, Dwayne? Yeah, so young, so healthy. You were always so fucking like lifting, like no, not lifting. I want to say lifting weights, but you were always like watching what you eat. Yeah, you know, working out, Going doing your cardio, doing your thing, and then boom, bro. Yeah, uh, out of nowhere. What like, were you feeling? What made you like? Want to at least even go get that checked out? Like, how did that even come to fruition? What 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 happened? What was your like a tell sign for you that you weren't feeling good? Uh, the tell sign was that I worked at a bar and I am known for drinking, and I went to Vegas and I was sick off of one drink. Like one drink had me. That had you. It, it was done. Like I was in the head first in the toilet for like the rest of the night, type of thing, just from one whiskey on the rocks <laughs> did you go in for another one the next day did you like just kind of chalk it up as like eh? yeah like the rest of the weekend that i was there ended up like having like half a white claw day type of thing like, the- yeah, it was like i had to switch to white claw like that's how bad it got <laughs> but it was super crazy like it was like dude like i could drink a lot <laughs> at, at least at that time and it was like nah one drink shouldn't be 
flooring me like that. So I know something was up. And then, um, like a week later or something like that, like I felt like a knot in my stomach, which kind of felt like one of my abs. Like it was like, maybe I ripped something. This motherfucker something. was like, mm, I've been working out hard. I feel yeah, an, I feel an like, ab. Was like, like, wait a minute. Feel right. Yeah. It was like, this is way bigger than the rest of them. So, uh, Ended up going to the doctor, was like, yeah, I don't know what's going on. I got this thing right here. It feels awkward. So they sent me in, got like an MRI, a CT scan. and all You went through stuff. the whole thing. Yeah. Went through like all the blood work and whatnot, what have you, and all the testing. And they were like, yeah, it looks like you have a tumor in your liver, but they weren't sure. So I had to get a... Uh, a uh, colonoscopy mm. after that, because I guess... Like with the colon cancer, apparently it starts in your colon, then the next spot is your liver, then the next spot is your lungs. Like kind of goes on that little train. So uh, they were like, well, it's in your liver, so let's check your colon while we're at it. Had that, some of the best sleep that I've ever had doing those drugs. Oh. I don't know what they give you, but it was some of the best sleep that I've ever had. Like the best hour of sleep was during a colonoscopy. And then... uh they took a biopsy, found out it was cancerous, ended up getting more testing done at a different hospital, had a liver biopsy, confirmed that that was cancerous too. So we're like, all right, bet, like, time to go to chemo, time to find an oncologist. What was the time frame, dude? Like from the time you were puking in Vegas to the time that they diagnosed it with cancer? So Vegas was Halloween weekend because I was visiting a friend for her birthday. So that was the end of October. I find out like a month later from the colonoscopy and then the liver biopsy was actually done January 2nd, like right after the new year to then, uh, I think it was like a week or two after that ended up meeting with the oncologist and then like a week or two after that started chemo. It's like the end of January. (sighs) It's on that chemo train. Everything Um, happened pretty quick, dude. I remember yeah. it was like legit. You you hit me up saying, bro, yeah, I'm not feeling good. I'm going to go get checked out to yeah. like saying, hey, man, fuck, I have cancer. You yeah, know, the, like once it hit like the cancer diagnosis, everything kind of ramped up a lot faster before it was like, oh, yeah, we'll just take you. Like it was kind of slow getting everything done. Then after that, they're like, oh, man, this is actually serious. And like at that time, like I wasn't even eating that much like i could barely eat anything so i was losing like a bunch of weight like you saw like Bro, you were down. like rail thin yeah it's like- i got down to like 143 i think was the smallest that i got i, I love was, you 143 yeah jesus <laughs> christ february i think it was like february march was down to like 143 what a fucking twisted world where you're losing you're doing everything you can to lose weight you're working out eating yeah. right and fucking cancer is what gets you ultimately yeah. to lose the way they seriously that's some fucked up shit it's like so i had a six pack for all of like two weeks you're like, oh. <laughs> like, it's like I look, chemo flex <laughs> and then it was like oh no i'm too skinny now too skinny <sighs> and this is weird like people probably hear us shooting the shit just like whatever like talking crap but what people don't understand is that you're a positive motherfucker. Yeah. Like you, I don't even know if I want to say positive. You're like, we're sarcastic. We view, we, view shit, so. we, we view shit through like a different scope. Like, yeah. like legitimately say, oh, some life gives you lemon, make lemonade. Like, I feel like us is like, life gives you lemons. Like, <laughs> fucking, I hate lemons. We're, <laughs> like, like, we're fucked. What am I going to do, <laughs> with, <laughs> what am I gonna do with lemon, lemons. dude? Fucking, you know? So it's like. <laughs> After my lemonade, what the fuck when am you, I going to do with When you told lemons? us this, because I remember you, you told wifey and me. Um, I was like, you know what? If anyone can fuck with cancer and like just kind of like approach it with the perfect attitude is Dwayne. Yeah. You know, cause somebody that somebody that's super feeling because fuck, dude, I wouldn't know what it feels like to be diagnosed with some shit like that. Yeah. Like, I don't know what I'm gonna feel like if I get diagnosed with something like that. It's definitely tough. Like the first diagnosis, well, not even the first diagnosis, when they told me I had the tumors in there, like I already assumed. It was stage four cancer. Like, like, Why? It was like, just, I don't know. Like my mom worked in a hospital. Like I kind of grew up in a hospital type of thing. So it's like, I've seen a lot of stuff. Yeah, <laughs> like, man. You were Dr. Phil in your old self. Yeah, it was like, like, <laughs> like medical wise. I was like, nah, man. Like you were on WebMD. <laughs> WebMD. Everything is cancer. Yeah, WebMD. bro. I got a paper cut as a healed in two days. Yeah, oh shit. You yeah, might want to get that shot. Finger out. cancer. Like that's straight up how WebMD is. But it was like. I just assumed from the beginning because it was like, this is either a liver tumor or a stage four cancer type of thing. Like, I don't think it's any history cancer. in the familia with that. No, nah, like, I ended up having um, genetic testing on mm. it. 
So it's not a genetic thing. So how does that shit happen? It's just kind of luck of the well, unluck of the draw, I guess you would say. Just like out of nowhere. There's no rhyme, no reason, no we this was the exact thing. That was in your cards yeah. to jump this hurdle. Yeah. Like I'm well, not you know messing what, around with Roundup or anything like that. Because, bro, whether you, you're, I don't know if you're aware of it, but you're a topic of conversation in our household a lot. You know, like we really, I, when you told me this, it really, it really bugged me. I, I love you. You're, you're my dude. You know, like I know you, I know you, you're like, like I, I, you know, people. And then like, you know, people like I know you, we've worked together. I remember when we first started our first business, what was it? A janitorial service. And you, yeah. and you worked at uh, fucking Anthony's. You worked yeah. at Anthony's and I had my little fucking janitorial service. Yeah. And that's when I, you know, like that's when I, I started connecting more. I saw, I saw you more frequently. Mm-hmm. I knew you before that. And it was like, oh, fuck. Like, this is Dwayne. Yeah. And then shit, years passed, man. And it, when, it's a cliche when you say, oh, man, time just flies as soon as you're like 21. That's real shit. Yeah. Here I am, 41. You're 34. I've known you since you were 17, half of your life. And it's just like, Dwayne, Dwayne, Dwayne. And we just knew each other. We were always in each other's lives. So when you hit me with this, I was like, I've had family that has passed from cancer and shit, but never like I consider you a peer, even though we're about a touchdown apart. It's like, I, you're the only one I know that I deal with like regularly that has been touched by cancer. So when you told me this, I was like, but I don't know how to act. I was like, homie, fuck, you know, like. Cause you don't know how to act. Do you yeah. give some? Do you like pity somebody? Like, do you like? Oh, uh, do you like? Fuck it, you got this. There's no handbook on like. Well, I'm sure there is. You know, yeah. I'm sure there is a fucking. I'm handbook. sure there's a book. There's a book for everything. <laughs> you know, how to act around somebody who's just diagnosed with fucking cancer? Yeah. You know, I'm I'm sure there's a handbook, but my instinct was like, it's Dwayne. Yeah. This month, if anyone can handle it, he takes care of himself. He has a great attitude on how to deal with bullshit, and like, if anyone can like come out the other side smelling rosy. It's going to yeah. be Dwayne. It's going to be Bug, you know? Yeah, no, like, I try and stay positive. I will say, like, the first few months definitely were the hardest, like, as people are finding out. Because, like, you could be positive and people can give you the support and stuff like that, but you can't really change your facial expressions. And Is the there? Fact, yeah, and, like, the fact that I was losing so much weight, like, I even had to tell my girl, like, stop looking at me like I'm about to die. <laughs> type yeah. of thing. Like, it's like, God damn it. Like I see it in your face. You're being supportive, but I can see it in your face right now. Uh, it's like it's super clear <laughs> type of thing. You have resting bitch face. You can't do nothing about it. Yeah. It was you know, like, that's like, just, like you were just probably rolling around yeah, with that shit the whole like, time. That's like, just it. It's like, man, like people can't change their face. Like you don't want to kick these people out. No, you know, they're there being supportive for yeah. you and stuff like that. It's just, it's just kind of that extra burden to deal with at the you. time. Yeah. Like now it's I kind of been you. a bit, so people are kind of more understanding. Like, damn, like, motherfucker, you still got cancer? Yeah, like <laughs> pretty much. Like you know, my friends are. I love all my friends. That you know, most of you them are a, assholes. You have, and that's what I was going <laughs> to say. Like, you have a real, you have a tight crew, bro. Like yeah. I've met a few of your friends, you know, and I'm like, oh fuck, no wonder. Like we're friends. I see his friends, like they're the same motherfuckers. Yeah, it like it's like, like we can, like when I see one, you one of your best friends, Isaac's like. This dude's cool. Like yeah. I, that, Isaac's like, like, gosh, keep this a is, small circle of yeah, like-minded this, people. This is a cool <laughs> friend. Like I, I understand why he hangs out with me and he hangs out with Isaac. We're kind of like we're all pretty much rolling the same crew. We all pretty much have the same personalities yeah. and attitudes. I mean, it sucks that you're going through this, but I almost feel like, all right, cool, whatever. You're young. Yeah. You're you're relatively healthy aside from you know the stage four colon cancer. Right. You're pretty fucking healthy. So it's like I I've always felt like it's my dude Dwayne. You know, but I was like, what can, what the fuck can we do? Like, you know, cause at that point it was early in the stage for you. You told us yeah. you had to stop working here. So I was like, okay, well that's just here. This is probably his weekend spending. This is probably what he buys his weed with working mm-hmm. at the brewery, you know, burritos and weed. And I was like, okay, but what can we do to offset his real cost? Cause if he loses his career, cause if he's going to have to like rest up and be on chemo, yeah. fuck, he might not be able to work. It's like, and that's kind of, kind of where, well. Kind of where it got to, because I wasn't working from home yet at the time. So it was like, you go to chemo, and then your freaking immune system shot, and I work in a call center. So it was like, nah, I can't be around that many people. So I'm taking like a week off of work at a time at the beginning, which really fucking sucked. You ran through all your fucking, all your time off you were telling me earlier. Yeah, my time off just went so fast, because it's like, you're taking a full week off, like even on days where it's like, "Eh, you know, maybe I could get through work. If I work from home, but you know, I wasn't approved yet. So it's like, fuck, like now nah, I'm just staying home just cause I can't, can't even afford to get just a regular cold. Like at, yeah, so that, at the moment. So that prompted us here at the brewery. Like I, I remember talking to Crystal. I was, I remember talking to a couple of dudes here. I think glasses got me. I, I think I ran it through glasses. Yeah. I was like, yo, 
Like, I got to do something. That's my brother. That's Dwayne. That's my dude. And like, um, what can we do? I sat down and we created a GoFundMe account. Yeah. So we created a GoFundMe account with the expectation of like, you know, maybe a couple people to, to give them some money. Maybe we can raise like a thousand dollars this weekend, or maybe we can do like, yeah. like, you know, maybe $2,500. So we started going to work on it. I think we, uh, at least on the GoFundMe, we've gotten you close to 10,000, if not 10,000, like relatively close. And then I know the guys here, the gals and the, everyone, the staff, the ladies and the dudes, um, we had a couple of weekends where we did a like donation or yeah. all our tips were donated to tips, you. Yeah. So I think we got you like another thousand there or something. So we ultimately, we, 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 we were able to raise you some funk and some money yeah. to, to weather the storm, Definitely to weather helped. that initial punch. Yeah. And then came COVID. Yeah. <laughs> and then I feel like COVID brought everyone to the same playing field. Like, mm-hmm. all right, well, you know what? Fortunately, COVID for you meant you were allowed to stay home now. Yeah. Like, like now, now you're I can allowed, work from home. Now you can work from home. Like you get I'm paid to work from home. Maybe one day. Like I might miss two days mm-hmm. out of the week, but usually it's just one day and I can kind of pick up from it. But yeah, working from home definitely, definitely helped because it's like those treatments, it's like, it's about a thousand dollars a treatment <laughs> type of thing. Like, Tell us about a day with like uh, during chemo. Like well, what's your routine? So what like, was your routine then? What is the routine now dealing with chemo? So it's pretty much the same now as it was before um so i get there about 7 30 7 45 in the morning check in they take my blood work uh and my piss <laughs> so it's like blood and a piss test every time i go in there so like blood's clean oh weed's got uh piss got a lot of weed in it, <laughs> <laughs> it like, well because of the drugs like they're checking it for protein and um protein and blood uh-huh. usually so it's like um as long as that stuff comes back, it takes like maybe an hour, hour and a half or so for it to come back. But they can't give you any drugs until you're doing that. So you're just sitting there waiting. So as long as your uh, vital signs, like your blood pressure, pulse and everything, and your tests come back, then they can start up with the chemo stuff. So they pump you full of, a like I have a port in my chest. So they hook me up to the port and they give me anti-nausea drugs. They start me on steroids. And then after that's done, I start with the chemo and I get uh, two types of chemo drugs while I'm there. One is called Arenatican, which is often called by them, uh, I ran to the can. Like one of the side effects is like puke. No, it's like crazy diarrhea. Oh, nice. Yeah. So that's was, rad. Yeah. So it's like I had one experience with that at the beginning. Luckily, my body kind of. <laughs> Got like, acclimated yeah, to the whole situation. Acclimated quick because I was like, man, if Can't this is going to be every time, like this is going to be a shitty fucking day. Literally. It's <laughs> like, literally going to be a shitty week. So, so you, you were telling me that chemo came to the point where you can just do chemo at home. You don't have to go somewhere. Yeah. So like once I finish that, it takes maybe, it's like a six, seven hour day that I'm pretty much there getting pumped with chemo stuff. Then once they're done with the second chemo drug, they give me this like fanny pack with a third chemo drug essentially. That just hooks up to my port and I can take home so I don't have to sit there for 46 hours. Do, do people stay 46 hours at no, a chemo uh, Luckily, clinic? at the place that I'm at, it's an outpatient, so nobody's staying 46 hours. But like, depending on the type of cancer you have, you may have to show up. Like, uh-huh. like people with leukemia, they have to show up, some of them, like five days a week type of thing. So like every day. They live there. Pretty much. Like They're, they're weak. Like my uh, treatment week is like... Every two weeks, and I'm going three days out of every two weeks. You go to pick up the fanny pack, and then you go home? Essentially, yeah. Like, I'm there for a day, take the fanny pack, then I'm at home for two days, come back so they can take it off and, like, clean up my port type of thing. But some dudes are there, like, every two weeks. They're spending five days out of every two weeks sitting in in this clinic type of thing. And it's like, dude, it sucks. Like, Like, I'm here for... A day, so I can only imagine what five days. Five is days like, would be an eternity. Bro. Yeah, like it's it's crazy. Are they like, the people that are there with you? Are they younger? Are they the same age? Are they? Nah, older? they're all older. Like, so is that, like I'm so young with it. Like most of the people is that there, is, is that like rare? Is is that is that not the norm? Being like in your early 30s, um, stage four colon cancer It's not unheard of, but, but. it's definitely not super common like somebody my age and for somebody ignorant like me that doesn't understand the different stages um if you had gone to get checked out six months prior would it have been like a different stage is that how that develops or is it just like you get hit you can start at a stage four it depends so i probably started at stage one at some point 
Because one pretty much means it's in one area. Okay. Like one, two, and I think three. I think it's just kind of the severities of it being in like one area. But four just pretty much means like it's in multiple spots. So like I have it in my lungs, my liver, and my colon. But four is also broad because it could be like you could have it in two spots. You could have it in six spots. It's still going to be called stage four uh, cancer at the end of the day. So there's different there's different levels. Like I definitely could have had a more severe stage four had I not gone in when I got there, especially because I had a small ones kind of growing in the lungs, like not full tumor stage yet, but they were like little babies. <laughs> is that something there. that you get taken care of the early you find them in? The development or it's one of those where it's like they give you the chemo drugs, but that's pretty much it. Like they plan like the chemo to kind of wipe everything out. That's yeah, in like there. the chemo either works or it doesn't type of thing. And because it's stage four, usually like surgery is out of the question at that point because it's not localized. So it's like the only way you could start thinking about surgery if you're stage four is if you get rid of the stuff mostly everywhere else to where you're down to like maybe one or two type of thing and then hit it. And then try and hit it. But even then, it's still kind of dangerous because, like, if they don't get everything, it could be small and get somewhere else type of thing. So it could end up spreading after that. In your body, fool. Yeah, just freaking everywhere. That's crazy. Oh, pinchy doing. Yeah, fucking everywhere. But yeah, it's like, honestly, so mm. far, though, I think the shittiest thing was either the liver biopsy or the uh, getting the port put in. That can't be, like, yeah, comfortable at yeah, all. Yeah, I dude. was hoping they would put you to sleep for both of them. They don't put you to sleep. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, so you guys put me to sleep? They're like, nah, this is going to be quick. You'll be fine. It was oh, like, my God. you say that. It was like pulling a liver biopsy. Like, you don't get to see it, but... Motherfucker, I don't even know where my liver is. Yeah, it's like, right here. Oh, it's right, yeah, here. It's like right here. <laughs> so but they... Oh. Yeah, they pretty much, like, cut a portion uh-huh. of your abs open, and then they take this long-ass stick with, like, a little grabber at the end okay and they shove that in there but you really can't see that but you can hear and feel when they uh, take like a thing because it sounds like a staple gun uh-huh. so it's just like and you feel a pinch you at just the same the, time oh you're just like God. oh this fucking sucks and because they have to go through your freaking abs like it takes forever for it to heal so it's like anything you do with your abs it just hurts like bitch Fuck, bro. Uh, so even like sleeping on one side like, that was the initial sleep. that was all at the beginning obviously because yeah, they don't in, do yeah. they go in and do um like these biopsies again as time passes by no, is that a one-shot deal this is a one-shot deal because they did the biopsy to pretty much confirm that it was cancer. It was cancer, correct. Yeah, now yeah. that they know it's cancer, it's like, nah, we don't we have to do fuck it with again. That no more. Yeah, I could just do the, I get the CT scans every two two months or so. And they use the CT scans to kind of see how much bigger or smaller stuff has gotten over the course of uh, the treatment. I don't know how your fucking attitude maintains so chipper, dude. Like, there's been a couple dips. Like, but, well, duh, you know, fool, you're human. Yeah, it was like... There was like, when I first uh, learned about the tumor type of thing, before I even got the diagnosis, it was like, it was a dip then where I took it hard and I was like, all right, you got 20 minutes to feel bad. I've never, I've never seen you like that. Dude. Yeah. Normally In the 17 I'm by myself, years that we've known each other, I don't think I've ever seen you uh, lower than an eight on a scale of one to 10. It's usually whenever I'm by myself, well, dude, yeah, man. it's like, dude, it's like yeah. you sit there by yourself and you start thinking Contemplating, about shit. Contemplating, dissecting yeah. shit. <laughs> like, At that point, you turn into the your, the personalized WebMD. Yeah, like you start going through all the scenarios like, and you're like, uh, I can do that shit on a much sc- smaller level, you know? Like I go, oh, fuck, this hurts. Oh, oh my God. What the fuck? You know? Yeah. I can I cannot imagine actually yeah. having that be uh, It's like, dude, it's lame. freaking crazy. So it's like. You're legit. Like somebody I, I, I look maybe, to as a positive fucking Ray, honestly, because you're for everything, even I, prior to this, it's just it's like, been like three. I think I've had like three times where I'm just like, fuck <laughs> type of thing. What brings you out? Uh, I, I don't know. Like, because obviously really, you like, come out of it. Yeah. Like, I don't like staying in that mode for yeah. very long. So Edibles, it's like, weed. <laughs> yeah. So it's like the last time it happened was um, like I kept getting the CT scans. And consistently it was like mixed results where it was like some things got smaller, some things, things got, got bigger. bigger. And we started talking about um, doing clinical trials, which I'm not a fan of. Like I get why they're there, but you know, at the end of the day, you could be getting a placebo like in this thing and you can't take anything else. So it's like, you're kind of rolling the dice 
on even getting the drug. And then if you get the drug, even what's it going to do to you type of thing, like you're Ugh. in this trial. Cause they don't know what the hell this yeah. drug's going to do. Like it could work. And I don't think not. you're, yeah, you, yeah, I don't, well, I don't know, but I would feel like you weren't at that point where you wanted to take that risk. Yeah. Like I still definitely still don't want to take that no, risk. For but sure. it was, like, it was just looking at these numbers, like going up consistently. And it's just like, well, fuck. <laughs> like like I'm know, taking three, four chemo. Drugs I didn't, right I didn't now. like to, I told, cause I would tell Crystal, I was like, I want to fucking like just call him every day or text him every day, mm-hmm. but I know that's not going to help. And I remember mm-hmm. I came to you and say, bro, as much as I would like to reach out to you like on a daily, I'm going to do that shit like maybe once a week or maybe twice a week. And it's yeah. not, and I don't want you to feel like I'm not like keeping tabs it's on like, you. It's just, I don't want to overwhelm you because I'm once pretty a sure it was fine. Yeah. I was getting it like I was every gonna, day from yeah, my mom. And that's I'm what like, I was going to uh, say. I said, man. I'm pretty sure your family's coming down on you every day. Like, wait, how you doing? Like, and your lady and other <laughs> friends. And I told wife, he's like as much. And I told, I fucking gave wifey a speech. I said, Hey, <laughs> well, the first time we, that you, that you have felt comfortable coming back out and visiting us, I said, Hey, Whatever he looks like or whatever he's acting like, I said, you got to keep a poker face on. I said, I don't want you to fucking, because you know wifey, you know wifey, mm-hmm. you know Crystal how she is, bro. She's super emotional, like in, in the caring way. But yeah, I'm not saying wifey has a resting bitch face, but people have that face of like concern. Like you said, mm-hmm. your lady was looking at you in yeah. a certain way. It's not the resting bitch face. It's the resting concern face. We'll call, yeah. it, <laughs> <laughs> we'll call it the RCF, the like, resting concern face. And, and, and I told wifey, I said, hey, I mean. I'm kind. I'm telling you this only because I need to hear it myself too. Like we got to uh, fucking be as cool and as normal around Dwayne when he comes here as we were before he was like this. Yeah. The last thing we need to do is fucking bombard him with, "Oh my God, Dwayne!" It's like bug, there's nothing. Bug. There's nothing really my, anybody can do. My about words it. can't change your effect. Yeah, For, like, if anything, our attitudes can negatively affect your attitude, and that's the last thing I wanted us to be. Yeah, and I like, said, "Hey." I'm still here, like yeah. business as usual for now. <laughs> and yeah, man. So and then it was it was crazy listening or like when we would text or go back and forth. And I text you one on one, but I feel like when you would text Crystal and me both together, it was good news. Like you know, like like <laughs> <Usually>, you would <laughs> like I try and do the updates together because mm-hmm. it just mm-hmm. makes it easier yeah, that yeah. way. It was like I caught wind of that after a few because I would text you more than like you know, like when Crystal and I text you together, I'd be like, hey, what's up, bro? How you feeling? Yeah. Hey. Me again. Hi. Hey, I miss uh, you. Hey, I love you. What's the word? How you doing? And then like you would give me, oh, well, this. Oh, well, that. And then like eventually there was like a moment where you're, well, hey, these things started dissipating. Like it's not as big. They're finding other like little nodules or whatever that are coming up. But this is good. Oh, my weight is up. And uh, for me, when you told me your weight is up, because there was a moment, bro, where you were scary skinny. Yeah. And, and you told us your weight was up. And I was like, yeah. Yeah, dude, I look like freaking... uh was that South Park character Starvin' Marvin? Star- <laughs> it was just like <laughs> super skinny with the fat stomach. <laughs> with the belly. Like, yeah, dude. Like, I was like, was oh bad. man, he's he's gaining weight, and I don't I don't know much, but I figured if he's gaining weight, that means his his fucking his yeah. body's is, is stabilizing. Dang. Things are getting back to normal in his body, and that can only mean a good thing. Because when I saw you guys at uh, was it Carl Strauss? Carl Strauss, bro. That, that was, was about the time like I was finally able to start like eating again. Like that was the most I had eaten in probably months. Because the pandemic hit in March, and I think we probably went out in February, I and you started so. eating chemo in January. Yeah. So we hit you right after chemo, mm-hmm. right when you're right like the thin spot, yeah. you know. Mm-hmm. And I saw you, and I was like, ah, oh, Benji Dwayne, yeah. my, my dude looks bad, you know. Like, it was but, pretty bad. Like, but you were out there with us. Yeah, but you went out there with us, my yeah. You had mimosas with us. We <laughs> took the like, whole the whole staff here at Three Point. We took them all for a little brunch at, at Carl Strauss. Had a good time. Thank you, Carl Strauss. It was an awesome time. And then yeah, and then it was it was fucking beautiful. Like it was like, like oh, we're all hanging missing out. free breakfast. Fuck Come on, no, <laughs> shit. And and it was awesome. Cancer you know? can wait. Free breakfast, <laughs> can wait, free breakfast is today. Did I mention sausages? <laughs> um, how has the pandemic with dealing with chemo and cancer been, dude? How has uh, that been treating you? You know, like, it's one of those things where it's like, if I happen to get the COVID, it may be a thing. But at the same time, not having groups of people kind of works in my favor. <laughs> so it's like, like, I pretty much had to avoid big groups from the beginning, like before all of this started. So it's like, cool. Now there's now it's not, a bunch of, not a bunch of big groups everywhere and people are washing their hands more. So it's like, the beautiful thing about it for you is like, I think people really understood that, you mm-hmm. know, people understood what you were going through and they were like, when you first visited us, we were like, ah, oh, cool. Yeah. We get to see Dwayne. Cause We'd love to see you every fucking weekend, bro. Yeah. But we know that some weeks are different than others for you. Mm-hmm. So like when we we were like, hey, man, when are you coming back down or when can we go? Up? We've never been up to you, actually. It's always been you coming down here. 
Yeah, I like to get out the house. I don't, I don't blame you. Yeah, I don't blame you. Get out the house. And everything. It's funny because every time you come over, I feel like, hey man, how you feeling? You want some whiskey? I always pump some whiskeys into you. That's fine. Doctor said I'm cool with a little bit. It's like I had to ask him. So the pandemic and chemo and cancer and just dealing with everything that could be a positive and that could be a negative. Yeah. Work-wise, it kind of worked out. So, you know, it kind of keeps me busy that I'm able to work most of the time now, other than that one day. So that's definitely been a positive. Like, I don't have to wake up extra early and get ready for work and lug, like, my laptop back and forth. So that's nice. Like, so overall for treatment, it's been way better. (laughs) It's been way better during this pandemic. It's like the fact that I can't work at the bar kind of sucks because I kind of miss that. Like I miss doing something on the weekends. People miss you here still, bro. Yeah, like People I, still miss you. I tell Erica all the time. She's like, you better not be going back to that bar. I was like, I'm not yet, but I really want to. Like I told you, well, we were talking over here on the walk over from the pad. It's like you're like, hey, man. If I'm working alone, I can can. Yeah, I, I can. I can, I can <laughs> do canning for you. And I was like, you know what, man? <laughs> like, I, I can't, might take your ass up on that because like, I, I do can't need work help with anybody. But it's like every two weeks, it's like because my freaking white blood cell count drops the week of. But it's like that extra week. Normally, I'm still waking up early, not doing anything in the mornings type of thing. So it's like. My girl's super into plants, so normally I'm at the plant store like once or twice a week. The plant store, bro. <laughs> like a plant store, because there's multiple that we end up going to, so it's like... Fucking hobbies <laughs> that the pandemic has brought forth, everybody, bro. Dude, she's You're been a botanist going, now. Not, she's, yeah. Like, my freaking desk just has like six different plants, like, sitting on top of it. It's bonkers, dude. How's your lady been treating or dealing with all this overall? She's been good, like, especially lately, like at the beginning, it was kind of rough because she didn't know how to deal with everything. You know, like, yeah. this stuff is new for both of yeah. us. And it's like, yeah. they're dropping like, hey, do you guys plan on having kids? Because you got 24 hours to decide if you want to free some eggs. I just met her. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, just met her in the parking lot. <laughs> she came me right up. Here. <laughs> this is my Uber driver. She was nice enough to bring Let's me. Let's be real. You've been with her for a while. How long were you with Erica? Uh, Have you been with Erica? It's been off and on. But uh, like the first time I met her was actually when I was like 16, Damn, 17, homie. something like that. You like to maintain them long ass relationships. Yeah, because I moved around a lot when I was little being freaking military brat. Uh-huh, so it's like uh-huh. I got to San Diego and I'm like, I'm tired of moving. Like, fuck this. Like, I'm going nowhere. <laughs> I ain't going nowhere. Like, I like this weather. The people are chill. Like, I don't have to worry about eyeballing somebody freaking going down the and street. And even knowing her that long and... The doctor gave you 24 hours to decide if you can, if you wanted a kid or yeah, what? Yeah, because they, like, after the diagnosis, like, the meeting with the like, oncologist was super fast and scheduling me for chemo was super fast. So they're like, yeah, we're going to start chemo with you. I think this was a, this was Thursday. Or no, sorry, this was a Wednesday that I went to see the oncologist and they're like, yeah, you're going to start chemo on Monday. So I'm like, cool, because I feel like shit. Like, let's get this get this started and you're like oh well if you want to have kids or like if you're thinking about having kids because this stuff may make you sterile at the end of the whole treatment is like we recommend freezing some of your sperm you know so you could use it later and you're like but since you start treatment on monday you, you pretty much hours. yeah you pretty much have to decide now and i'm oh. like well if i freaking decided to do that that's a whole nother appointment i'm gonna have to push chemo back like i'm not pushing chemo back <laughs> like the start of this they couldn't just give you a cup there and say yeah, fuck yeah it, right? hold on to this hold <laughs> on like, to this year real quick it's like no it's like a whole nother freaking gotta meet a whole other doctor type of thing i was like i'm not nah <laughs> like, oh. I'll, I'll roll the dice on that it's like, I'm not above adoption. Like, I'll adopt a kid like if I really want one that bad. You got a, a killer stable in your corner, bro. I feel like everyone has your back. I feel like you yeah. you, you are... The support's been good. It's like, like prepping for an SAT test, you know? Mm-hmm. There's motherfuckers that show up to an SAT test not knowing what an SAT test is, yeah. and they kind of go through it and do it. Mm-hmm. And then there's motherfuckers that go, you know start their junior year to go prep for SAT classes. They get a tutor to teach them. I feel like that's you. Yeah. Like you have all of the support to take this SAT test and to come out like smelling rosy at the end of the ton, you know? Mm -hmm. So I'm, I'm happy that people are in your corner. Yeah. You know, I'm excited that the news that you have provided has been, you know, 
on the up and up, you know. Mm-hmm. I'm happy that you've put on some weight to the point like, motherfucker, you look fat right now. It's like, yeah. I don't even, it's getting, like Dwayne, homie. Husky, man. Yeah, I don't even know this Dwayne no more. <laughs> getting like du- earthquake. Shit, the Dwayne <laughs> I knew used to like count calories and everything, you know, was like in order. Nah. Saying that, <laughs> Not no more. Now it's like, this I want a healthy burger. Dwayne. And I'm like, thank every day. That, that's awesome, man. I'm sad the Balboa is not freaking over by me anymore. It's like, oh, that's man. Right, they closed. Yeah, I was super sad. I went like the second to last day. It was like, oh, man. Bitch, the Balboa is right here across the street from the brewery. Yeah, but I'm not down here as much anymore. But you could be. Shit. <laughs> We're not even that far. You act like you live in LA. You live yeah, like right. five minutes from here. Because I like to go on my lunch breaks and I get like an hour. So it's like, it's like. Bro, your new setup is built for you, for your lifestyle. Like being a stoner, being a pothead is like. You don't you don't have to get dressed or do anything to go to work. You roll out of bed. You get in your chair. You're in your laptop. Yeah, you know like, it's nice because I don't even. You get the video game like in between halfway shit. through the day. Like oh, I'll go take out the trash. I guess I'll put on pants. Like <laughs> I'm not doing anything. Homie, there comes a time in our life when we don't like. Right now, when I take out the trash. Whatever the fuck I'm wearing is how I'm taking out the uh, trash. You know, I'm going out through the front yard. If the neighbors see me in my boxers, they're going to see me in my boxers. That's like, a I wrap. only put on deodorant when I know I'm going to see somebody. True <laughs> like or false, man. For me, okay, I'm 41. I wear deodorant maybe once a week. Yeah. It's like, I'm not even wearing it that much, <laughs> like, to be honest. Like, what the fuck do you think happened? Do you think this is a pandemic occurrence? Do you like, think this has happened? I put on deodorant to come see you guys today. Oh. That was the first time I think I put on deodorant. You're going to bring out like, a rash and be like, weeks. see what happens? <laughs> see what happens when I see oh, you? My, my pits is killing me. It's not used to it anymore. So the GoFundMe account is still active. And that, the part of the reason that I, I fuck one, I wanted, I wanted to raise awareness on what you're going through, bro. Because yeah, you're, you're fucking young. A lot of people go through it. You're man. very fucking healthy. And I've never like I've never had to encounter this situation with somebody like close to my age that I care for and you know that it's in our lives. Yeah. So it was like, oh. And that's why we did the GoFundMe and it's been going great. And this is just like, you know, it's been it's it's expensive. Yeah. Shit is expensive to go through your, what you're going through, you know, regardless of you have insurance or not. Super. Like it's still money out of pocket that you have to shell out. Yeah. Like, so that was the part that I wanted crazy. to really emphasize is that my boy Dwayne, my dude, my homie, my brother, you're still going through this shit. And mm-hmm. the, the, the the GoFundMe is still up in Adam. Let's like uh, do a podcast to kind of like uh, shine the spotlight on you and have people like, you know, because people always ask me, how's Dwayne? How's Dwayne? <laughs> it's like, and I know how you are because I talk yeah. to you like I'm pretty much on the regular, whether it's a text or whatever. I talk to you, so I know how you are. Yeah, but and people- I'm only putting like <laughs> posts on Instagram like once every don't fucking couple months. Me, it's like, you know, because I know a lot of people don't like talk to me through my number and stuff like mm-hmm. that. So it's like, you know, the people that are actually still watching, like I'll just update them they through Instagram at in once. Your DMs is what yeah, they're they telling just, me. Yeah, dude, <laughs> DMs, DMs stay lit. Just oh, always. Pandemic always and not much is lit more. <laughs> <laughs> so I just wanted to kind of bring you back on so you can let people know like, hey, this is how the fuck I'm doing. This is what having stage four colon cancer during a pandemic and having chemo is like right now. Yeah. And you know what? Um, I talked to you now and I, I, I feel positive yeah. i feel happy I, like when i see you like you came over today and i feel like damn it's how boring for doing to come over here we were watching alpha dog and drinking whiskey at the house bro works for me you know what <laughs> like wifey before she she had to go somewhere she came out of the the uh the, the the what is it the washroom the where we have the the washer and dryer the laundry room pardon and she just dropped like a stack of towels on me and said hey you need foldies and i just kind of <laughs> when you came over i was like underneath a ball of fucking towels like an avalanche of towels and i was like hey what up Dwayne? and then you came in i said hey man i'm fucking watching alpha dog what's up you want some whiskey <laughs> like yeah man so it was like you know like i i, I feel like fuck Dwayne is taking a weekend out of his fucking life out to hang out with us i feel like we should be partying doing something exciting like hey look at this uh nah, nah. it's like <laughs> what we learn do. learn through this it's like you savor the small stuff it's yeah like, man it's like i don't have to go out and party like Seeing you is a highlight of the, of the fucking week for sure, dude. Yeah, they, and I get to hang out with Dwayne. The kids got to see you, and it's funny because they just stare at you. Yeah, and then they, they, they kind of get like, "Oh yeah, it's Theo Dwayne." Oh, yeah. And then it's we funny because for a while, like they see you, and they're just like all sitting on the floor, just kind of like looking at you. Then you sit down on the couch, and then slowly, bro, they just kind of yeah. like start creeping up, and they're, they're sitting on the couch next to you. It's and like, how like, much can I get away yeah. with? Yeah. <laughs> like, Theo Dwayne, I play chess now. Theo Dwayne, I play, I play Uno. <laughs> 
It's just funny, man. Um, you're you're part of our family. You're part of our life. And anything I can do to help make your fucking journey any more palatable, any more like manageable, whether it's just like providing a laugh, whether it's like raising money, raising awareness, bro. Like I'm here. We're here. I know. Yeah. I know. My family's got your back. From my parents, definitely down to my in-laws, down to my fucking sister and my sister-in-law. Everybody, we all got your back. Yeah. We all love you. We're all here for you. That's why I started the GoFundMe. That's why we're gonna continue pimping this motherfucker. That's why we're gonna continue <laughs> to put that put that out so people can like whether it's like fucking five dollars or whatever, man. It all adds up and it all goes to Defin you. Definitely all helps. Yeah, and it all goes <laughs> to you to pay off. Medical bills. You know what? So many medical bills. Because that's what I was going to say. It's like, if anything we've learned is that living in the U.S. is amazing. It's awesome. It provides a lot of opportunity, a lot of fucking hope. It has its fucking horrible side as well. But we've learned that medical health care and everything like that is not cheap. Nah, you know? Honestly, like, I've worked in medical insurance, and it's a racket. Like, yeah, for the U.S., it's a straight-up racket. Like... Most of this shit shouldn't be half as expensive as it is. Like, it's like people dealing don't with want cancer yeah, should be like, the main priority on your plate right now. It's like I've never been for universal health care mm -hmm. so much. Like people are like, I don't want to pay taxes. It's like you're paying for it already. Yeah. Like through your job. Like, yeah. like what are it's, you mad about? Whether you like it or not, it's, it's coming like, out. You're just not paying them. You're paying taxes. Like I feel somebody in your position, the last thing they should be worried about is like fucking budgeting for your medical expenses. Yeah. Like you like, should just be fucking battling this current situation and not worrying about anything else yeah. which is again which is why everybody here on the team just and, and 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 the gofundme that's why we all decided to say fuck that man if Dwayne, if we can ease one of Dwayne's stresses whether it's for a month two months or however long fuck it man let's raise money let's donate all the money to Dwayne and make it happen we love you Dwayne. your job is <laughs> here for you, guys you. Too. we don't get some some of the faces at the brewery have changed. Bunch of empty cans <laughs> waiting for me. There's a, there's a lot of empty cans just waiting for your ass to fucking fill them. So get your ass down here. When's your next chemo week? Uh, two weeks. So two Wednesdays from now. Oh, no. Nah, so he's got some. Oh, because you said you just skipped one, huh? Yeah, I needed so a got... break because I've been going nonstop since the What's the worst part January. about chemo? What does it do to you? Um... Like, honestly, like I've been doing pretty well as far as side effects go, but like the first, the first treatment was the hardest treatment. Cause I definitely had like nausea going on. Well, yeah. You didn't know what to expect. Yeah. Like a couple days after, like, cause they give you steroids to kind of make you feel better about yourself <laughs> like while you're there. But once the steroids wear off, it's like a super crash. Ugh. It's like, dude, it's like, feels like back in the day when you would take some stupid dirty E and then crash off the E. Like, that's kind of what it feels like. I do not know that <laughs> motherfucking example, Dwayne, but like, okay. <laughs> it's like your whole body just feels like it just wants to just stop doing everything. You just want to sleep all day. You're kind of hungry, but you're kind of nauseous at the same time. Oh, so, so it's you, like being a dad. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> it's like dude, it's like everything is wrong. <laughs> oh, man. Kind of freaking dried out. How many days does that go on after the actual... So it normally takes me about a week or so to get to, back to start feeling like a normal person. Oh. And it's mostly like for me, it's like I'll spend about two days where I'm like tired as hell kind of thing afterwards. But then it's mostly the because uh, it sucks so much fluid out of you. It's kind of like every time you go to treatment, you almost have to rehydrate yourself. So it takes me like almost a week to rehydrate myself. And then it sucks on top of that because one of the chemo drugs that they give you <clears throat> makes you uh, super sensitive to cold stuff. So it's like you can't drink cold water, can't drink like cold Gatorade, <laughs> cold Pedialyte. So it's like it all has to be room temperature. They don't set you up with like an IV setup? No, yeah, like I just have a little pump. But like you can get the fluids. Like while I'm there, they give me fluids. If I'm like really freaking dying type of thing from uh, the dehydration They'll give me fluids when I take the pump off uh -huh. type of thing. But um, since I'm able to bounce back within like a week, they're not too worried about it right now because I'm pretty consistent on it. But there has been a couple of times, especially towards the beginning, where I needed like that extra fluid when I went in to get the pump off like two days later because I'm just like, dude, like, this is freaking killing me. Like It even hurts to shit. <laughs> like everything is dry type of freaking thing. Other than battling cancer, is there anything positive that comes physically from chemo? Like, do you get anything that you can look at? It's a bright side. Surprisingly, 
I've had less migraines. Okay. It was like, like dude, you dealt with migraines. All yeah. Your life. Like I've yeah. had migraines since I was like five yeah. type of thing, like multiple a month. And that and, shit would cripple you. I remember. Yeah. yeah I remember like, that shit would then, just bother you to tears. I think I've had maybe through this whole ordeal, I've had maybe like three like mean migraines. Whereas before it was like at least one or two a month that would kind of knock me out. But I was like, what? What the fuck is going on? Like, it took fucking cancer to get rid of freaking migraines. Like that's the trade-off. Maybe it didn't get rid of it. Maybe it just focusing entirely on cancer. Yeah, like, it was like my body's like, I don't even have time for yeah. this shit anymore. Like we're just straight up doing this cancer stuff right now. My head hurts. Oh yeah, give me a hammer. Let me slam your finger. Yeah, now, right. now your head's not gonna hurt. It's like, yeah, what about your liver though? <laughs> Dwayne, I'm happy you got to talk to everybody and let everybody know what's going on in your life. Yeah. Um, and people who don't know you. I'm happy now they know one of my best friends and, and what you're going through and what they can do to help you get through to the next stage of your life with a GoFundMe account. We're going to fucking link it all up through this podcast, this episode, promote it everywhere and uh, get that back up in autumn and autumn and, and, and active again. Um, not for a, a, a lack of trying in the past. It's just, you know, it's there. So let's keep using it. Yeah. You know, like, let's, let's, let's bring that shit back to the forefront. The bills keep coming. Pandemic is hit. Obviously, work is no longer uh, the stable thing that it once was. So we got to like, we got to prepare. We got to build you a safety net again, man. And I'm just happy we have that opportunity to do it. I'm happy to know you. I'm happy you visit you. Yeah. I'm happy to anytime I see you, I take advantage and take full advantage of that time that we have together. Cause shit, homie, it's not just you. Anybody, it, right, right, right now, I feel mm-hmm. like this this whole thing, this whole pandemic, has made me and our family appreciate more. Yeah, you know, it's like yeah, you're sure. more appreciative of shit. I'm more appreciative of of the people I hang out with. Appreciative of my friends, my family, the time I spend. It's like if any time I get with you or any time I get with anybody for that matter. It's like yeah. got to live it up. I definitely appreciate it. Like especially like the time now. It's like going in there every two weeks. It's like I've been going since January, so I'm almost like one of the little little veterans in there. So it's like new people coming in. Like, dude, I, I get it. Like, I understand. Like, it's going to be different for everybody. It's like, I ended up having like an elevator ride with this poor girl who was on like her third treatment and just looked like, like she looked like shit. I'm not going to lie. Like she was definitely going through most of the side effects. It was just asking me like, does it get any better? Like, like how long have you been <laughs> going like, through well, okay. I was never that bad. Yeah, like, it was like, that's the thing. It was like, damn, dude, like I was never as bad as you. It was like, you know, it was different for everybody. Uh, but, you know, you got to keep doing it. What's like, the fucking morale at the spots like that, bro? It was fine. Nobody talks to anybody. Why? Yeah. I mean, so it was like, there's buku nurses, but yeah. like, especially since the pandemic hit, like there's more separation between us now than there used to be. But um, yeah, like it's rare that I'll actually talk to anybody like when I'm actually in the treatment room, like waiting rooms, one thing elevator. Sure. But like when we're all going through treatment, like nobody's really talking to anybody. Like they have a chaplain come in that does like a little round for people that are religious. And they started this thing for, uh, where it's like this naturopathic doctor, like this holistic doctor comes in now and talks to people and helps them out with stuff. And freaking, uh, they also started, uh, some chick comes in and plays like acoustic guitar and like rando songs and shit like that while we're sitting there. So, the fuck? Yeah. So it was like, so <laughs> you're not making this any better. <laughs> yeah. I was like, right. Like, cool. Thanks. Play, oh, play Wonderwall again. Like, <laughs> it's like, that's cool. Like the nurses are pretty chill. They're always listening to music. Like, Honestly, they're the ones that kind of get me through. I was going to say, it takes a special kind of person to be a nurse. Yeah, and, and like, like a the nurses clinic. are the ones that are Good kind of getting me through like those days because they're fucking, at least those the chicks at Scripps, like they're freaking super energetic. Like I'm one of the first ones that usually show up because I get there so early. So they're like, oh, what do you want to listen to today? I'm like, oh, I want to listen to Queen. Like half of them are busted out singing like Bohemian Rhapsody. It's super early in the morning. I'm like, all right, cool. We just did this song. Now go give us your pee. <laughs> <laughs> go give us your weed infested pee, yeah, Dwayne. Right? Like, <laughs> we got to take your blood again. <laughs> oh, man. So yeah, like honestly, they've been a big like a big plus through the whole thing is those freaking nurses. And even like in the time of COVID still having to deal with like all of this shit. Yeah, man. It's like, dude, it's crazy. People forget that there's people out there like putting their lives in danger every day just to make our lives a little bit better. It's like my freaking cousin's a nurse too. So it's like, I'm definitely appreciating nurses. Telling you, this whole time it's an appreciation time. Yeah. I'm going to like legitimately be like, fuck, 
I take a lot of things for granted. It's I like, need to be appreciative of this, appreciative of that. Yeah, like I'm I'm getting mad at a lot less things now. It's just like good for this you. This is doing. it, man. Like, yeah, good for you. Sure, some people still piss me off, but it's like at the end of the day, it's like I'm not gonna spend my day being mad at you. <laughs> type of thing. You're still an asshole, but I'm not gonna spend my day being mad at you. But, Famous you know, word sandwich. That's that, right. That's the shit right there. <laughs> Dwayne, awesome to see you. Likewise. I love you, brother. Love you too. Um I'll pump, I'll pimp this out. Make sure people make uh are aware of the GoFundMe account for Mr. Dwayne Bug. I don't even remember what the name of it is. I got the link saved on my laptop. I'm gonna pump that motherfucker up right now. Get it up and at him. Get you some funds. Get you some more support. I'm going to give people your phone number so they can text you every day. Be like, how, uh, you how you doing, Dwayne? How you doing, Dwayne? All of my DMs. I'm going I'm to hit, hit people up with your pinchy game tag. I don't know what you play, <laughs> PS4, whatever. I know you're some sort of gamer geek. Yeah, I'm on Xbox. <laughs> Fuck that. I've never had an Xbox. I've always, I, I'm not even a, a gamer. I don't even play a lot of video games, but I've always just bought like the PlayStation See, stuff. See, and honestly, I'm a fan of PlayStation the reason I didn't get a PlayStation was because of their online service. It's kind of wonky mm. and it's not as protected as Xboxes was. What the fuck are you trying to hide? Nothing, but yeah, you know, <laughs> I get tired of PlayStation sending me emails talking about reset your password because it could have been hacked. This type of thing. So it's like, I'm not getting that with Xbox. I'm not worried about my credit card getting stolen. Is that because Bill Gates or what? I don't know really what it was. I think it's because PlayStations used to be free. And Xbox, you always had to pay for. So you pretty much got what you paid for type of thing. But now that PlayStation is charging for it, it's gotten a lot better. So I'll probably end up getting the PS5 along with the Xbox. But oh, then, like, then for sure, we got to get you some GoFundMe money. Yeah, it, was like, it was like, dude, I can't leave the house most of the time. All I can do is play video games. I'm telling you, you're living in a stoner heaven, bro. It's like work and play video games. Like I can't do nothing. Can you not do certain things right now? Uh, like pretty can you much not, like foods, thing- diet. Anything? I just can't, um, I have to watch the drinking, I have to watch my sugar, but, um, yeah, just strenuous exercise is what I can't do. You can't do it. Nah, Shit. like not, at least not right now until we kind of get the blood pressure in check in check since it's kind of gone a little crazy. But, uh, once that's in check, I'll probably be a little bit more active. We I got bike rides every Sunday, Playboy. Yeah, I'll probably die on a bike ride. <laughs> you motherfucker. <laughs> I got to work myself back up to a bike ride. <laughs> oh, man. Well, if you ever need anybody to just go for a walk with you, hang out with you, man, let us know. You know, we'll we'll cruise up and hang out with you. And yeah. thank you, Dwayne. It You're was very awesome welcome. to have you on here, man. Yeah, it was great. This was my favorite one-on-one chat with somebody. Should, it was, it was just like, It was just like a homie-out homie shit. Right. It's like, that's it. Just <laughs> we'll bring you in quarterly so we can get updates, the Dwayne right. update. Quarterly, just have like, just somebody in here. Yeah. Awareness, awareness that's, podcast. That's my, <laughs> that. You're my guy for that. Dwayne, thank you very much, brother. We love you. You're welcome. That is a wrap. Thank you for listening to another episode of Emo Brown, the saddest Mexican podcast. Make sure to give us a follow on Instagram at Emo Brown. Pay our website a visit, emobrown.com. That's where you can find access to all of our episodes, information on how to join the Patreon, Emo Brown, the social club, as well as pick up all of our merch, hats, shirt, patches, masks, todo el pelo. As always, our episodes are brought to you by the wonderful people at the Miso Healthy Company, award-winning true full-spectrum CBD grown in California and sold worldwide. Lolita's Mexican Food. Patience is the essence of fine Mexican food. Located all throughout the San Diego County, specifically near dear home, Chula Vista. Balboa Avenue Dispensary for all your medicinal or recreational cannabis needs. Follow them, the Balboa Avenue Dispensary. Thank you very much. If you ever want to reach us, leave us a message, ask a question, share a thought, or just say hello, give us a call. 619-728-9300. Thank you very much. Talk to you soon. ¿Qué onda, muchacho? Ahí viene este miro. Si me traes bronca, me loco de a ti.